Welcome to the Reading for Success podcast brought to you by the Success League. This podcast focuses on customer success and leadership books, provides an overview of each, and gives you an honest assessment of whether or not it's worth your time. Welcome to the podcast. Hi, I'm Kristen here. And I'm Russell Bourne. And we are the co-hosts of Reading for Success. We also both work for the Success League, a boutique customer success consulting and training firm based in San Francisco. And today we're going to review the new book, Digital Customer Service by Rick DeLisi and Dan McKelly. I've been so excited to read this book, which is a follow-up to The Effortless Experience. And I reviewed that one on the podcast earlier this year. We're going to tell you what it's about. We're going to talk about what resonated with us and then what we disagreed with as well. And as always, we'll tell you whether or not it's worth your time. So let's kick things off by going over what's in the book. So Russell, can you talk us through the book structure and topics? Sure. This book is broken into three sections. So the first section is chapters one, two, three. In chapter one, they really make the case for the DCS transformation and they spell out a quadruple win. So for customers, frontline agents, leadership, and companies as vendors. And they also do a good job defining DCS as something that takes place completely on the customer's screen. So that's digital customer service is what that stands for. Digital customer service. Cool. Chapters two and three are a pretty long, deep dive into the history of customer service. And then we get to the second section, which is chapter four, and they dive into a technology overview of the components that may take place in a DCS model. Okay. Then the third section, chapter five, is actually the most practical chapter. It's a step-by-step guide into how to design the program. Chapter six is about the people, and chapter seven is a look at the future. Yeah. So let's talk about what we liked, and I can kick things off. I think one of my favorite ideas that threads through the book really kicks off on page 25, and it's the idea that you need to meet customers where they are. And of course, in this book, that means supporting them digitally, but I think it can take on a broader meaning in customer success outside of just customer service. I think in CS, what we're trying to do is we're trying to be proactive. And so I think you could look at this, you know, even from a digital standpoint as, proactively understanding the customer's needs and getting them what they need almost before they need it, really anticipating those needs proactively. You know, I think that's how you could maybe apply that. I think it's also understanding the customer's desired outcomes in their terms and on their terms. I think one thing we do a lot in CS is we sort of define the customer's desired outcomes by our product rather than defining them by what the customer is really looking for in terms of a business outcome. And I don't think that resonates as well with customers. And so I think if you're trying to meet a customer where they are, you need to meet them you know, on their own terms in terms of the outcomes they're looking for as well. And then it's also thinking about how to deliver different kinds of communications to customers in a way that really resonates with them. You know, Some customers really like doing things online and they never want to leave the website. Other customers love chat. <laughs> they want to do a lot of stuff in chat. And other customers you know, want to do everything inside of your product and they don't want to have to leave your product to go get anything done or get help or ask questions. And so it's really kind of thinking through what's the right tool for the right customer at the right time. And that applies to customer service, of course, but that also applies to customer success. I think it could apply to professional services. So there's a lot of application for that. Do you want to add anything to that? Yeah, there's a section that covers customer preference on autonomy versus exploration. 
And I think that's helpful to understand where your customers want to be met. It's not just where they want to be met, but it's also when and how. And if I think about that in terms of customer success, it's really about, you're right, understanding their desired outcome on their terms, which may not be as defined by your product. And it's also, you get into the, the idea of, do you have a digital journey versus do you have a really high touch journey? Yeah, absolutely. What's something you liked about the book? So my favorite part of the book was in chapter five, they introduce something that they call the digital customer service journeys grid. And it's a three by three model. And on one side, it shows on-screen enhancement choices that might exist. So collaboration, communication, and automation. And then on the other side, it shows the entry point. So either if someone's getting to a company on the web, on a mobile app, or by phone. Yeah, I think this part of the book is so good that it argues for not getting an audio version of this book. Definitely get a print or digital version so you can see this chart because I think it's really interesting visually. In that same section, I also liked the different examples that they show on page 111. Starts on page 111 and it's several pages long, but it maps out different customer journeys on that matrix. And it shows how those would be ideally delivered with a combination of people and technology. I thought the examples were really great. And I think that that section really highlights a couple of things. It it highlights that there's a variety of different methods you can use to engage customers, which I thought was really cool. But it also really highlights the thought that needs to go into planning these experiences for customers. And it's almost like situation by situation, you need to have thought through like, okay, a customer has X problem. What's the best way to tackle that with a combination of people and technology? And what are the variations that could happen in that scenario? And and I think this chapter really gives some great examples of that. You know, it's just a really good tool for helping you to think through, you know, what do you do in your company if a customer is facing a challenging situation? And, and how do you get them through it in a way that not just serves their needs, but feels really good for them? Right. So for me, that same section was the highlight of the book, because when they run through those workflow examples, It brings the model to life. And Mm -hmm. if you're using this model to plot out your digital customer journey and how that might interweave with a manual touch, you can start at any entry point and you can weave around and come out any other entry point. And actually, that reminds me of one of the first themes in chapter one, which is that as a vendor, you can solve a customer's problem perfectly, but they can come away not feeling good about it. Right. And this whole model is meant to not only solve the problem, but have them come out with a good taste in their mouth and make them feel smart for choosing you as a vendor. Yeah, I love that. They actually mentioned that at one point in the book is, you know, does this make your customer feel smarter? And I think, you know, we all want that. We all want to think we know what we're doing. And even when we have to ask for help, come away feeling good from that interaction. So was there anything else that you liked about the book? Yeah. So I have to say the people aspect that comes up throughout the book, it's the main focus of chapter six, but it talks about, if you think about the phone agents in a traditional model, they are doing really repetitive work and Mm -hmm. they usually end up getting yelled at. Yeah. That's not a good life. And so it relieves them of that. And it does that by relieving customers of their aggravation. Yeah. I actually really like that part of the book too. And I thought it was interesting because They really emphasize that shifting to a digital customer service model has huge benefits for the staff. And the staff then though need to be prepared for that. You know, if if you sort of want a job where it is more check the boxes and, you know, it's repetitive, the future may not be for you in a digital customer service environment. 
And so, I mean, that's the one chapter of the book where I felt like, you know, if you're in a role like that, it might be worth a read because, you know, if you're on the front lines, because I feel like it's sort of painting the picture of the future. Yeah, I can see that. I think that's probably accurate. And, you know, not all companies would adopt this too. Yeah. So they'll still be the getting yelled at, check the boxes jobs for people right. that want those. <laughs> right. And, and they're out there. <laughs> they are. Um, was there anything that bugged you about the book? Yeah. So I love the notion of meeting customers where they are, but I also think it's a fantasy to think that a customer could ever, you know, bring in an agent midstream while they're doing something online and not have to answer the question, how can I help you? You know, even if an agent can share a screen and see what the customer's doing and look at their activity history, the customer's going to have to catch them up to put things in context and share what hasn't been working and things like that. So I don't think that we should let perfect be the enemy of good, but I also think the book is not being realistic about what can be done. Yeah, it's pretty idealistic in that section, I think, that you're describing, especially. I also feel like this book's really geared for customer service teams rather than customer success teams. So there's a lot of sections that just aren't super relevant for our field, especially the sections, you know, and these are kind of scattered throughout the book, but on specific technology. You know, chapter four is really heavy on that. Because of that, I kind of ended up skimming my way through the book, and I was looking for sections that were less specific to technology and and just more generally relevant to our customer success audience. So, you know, if you're reading it, you may have to do a little bit of that as well to find the parts of the book that are really most applicable to you. And the other thing that was, to be honest, a little disappointing after having read The Effortless Experience, that book is very data-focused had a big study behind it. And if you've been listening to me on the podcast for a while, you know, I love the data. And um, this one was just a little light on that front. I wish it had more case studies and stories behind it. I feel like it has a really good premise, but I felt like it was missing the data. Right. I I think even chapter five, it's very theory-based. Even though they give kind of examples, they're still in theory. And I think all that focus on technology and theory, in my opinion, I don't think this book is going to age well because of the focus on what's currently possible. And I also think that, you know, the DCS model is still new. And so what Mm -hmm. you're going to see is vendors coming out with a lot of tools that are disparate from each other. And I think later we can maybe consolidate them back into a single pane. But at that point, I think this book is going to be very old news. Yeah. And I mean, maybe that's an opportunity for the authors to do another edition and resell it over and over again. But I think you're right. It is going to not age particularly well. So the big question, is it worth reading for our audience? I would say, I do think it's worth reading cover to cover if you're a CS operations professional. And I think if you are in that situation, it'll give you great ideas for a digital customer success program might also help you understand some technical options that you could leverage because they do get into the tech. And if you're a CS leader who also covers support and services teams, I think this would be a fantastic read for you because you'd have some of that call center type of team that you were dealing with. And this book is really perfect for that. I don't think that CS leaders who are focused just on CSM teams need to read this whole thing. I think that they could focus on sections one and three and skip chapter four and still get a whole lot out of the book. I think Personally, CSMs could just not read this at all. <laughs> I don't really think it's geared for them. But Russell, I'm curious to hear what you think about it. Yeah, I, I think you're spot on. I don't think the book is targeted at CSMs or agents. No. So, so that's okay. And I agree. If you're an ops, definitely, it'll give you some idea of the choices you have and leadership and maybe. 
So let's go on and talk about our December book. This one is very specific to customer success. And in December, we'll be reviewing Reimagine Customer Success by Sasi Yajamanyam. This book was his COVID project. And we're also going to be including an interview with the author. So I'm really excited to hear what he has to say about our field, how he sees things changing. And I want to hear the story about why he wrote the book as well. If you like this episode and you're a regular listener, please help us get the word out by taking a couple of minutes to subscribe, share this podcast on social media, or share Reading for Success with other customer success professionals. Also, if you could rate the podcast, that helps too. Russell, I'll see you on the next podcast. I'll see you there, Kristen. Sounds good. 